Life is a journey, and the fourth section of the Psalms, known as the Numbers Psalms, show us the goodness and guidance of God along that journey. If we want to move forward, we must look up. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we open the Word of God and find direction for the road of life. How do you approach a holy God? Let me just tell you, you, you don't strut your way into the throne room of heaven. Now, you, you don't prance into the presence of God and announce that you are there. No, how do you approach a holy God? Well, Psalm 99 helps us with this. You remember that Psalm 97, 98, 99, and 100 all revolve around the ark of the covenant being brought back into the temple during the time of David in 2 Chronicles chapter number 7. And it was a joyful time. But notice, not only is that a joyful thing, it's a sobering thing. I'm afraid far too much of what is called worship today wants the joy without the reverence. And I want you to know that true joy is always coupled with true reverence because we see the Lord high, exalted, and lifted up. Psalm 99 begins, like several psalms have recently, with these words, The Lord reigneth. That's the exact same way Psalm 97 began. The Lord reigneth. Then it says, Let the people tremble. He sitteth between the cherubims. Let the earth be moved. Think of it. Visualize in your mind just a moment. They are literally looking now at the Ark of the Covenant being brought back into the Holy of Holies, back into the proper place, and on the top of the Ark of the Covenant were these two cherubims. You remember facing the mercy seat? Uh, and that's where the glory cloud of God would descend upon the mercy seat. So visually, they're seeing all of this. They're being reminded of who God is and where God is. In verse 2, the Lord is great in Zion and He is high above all the people. This is a reference, of course, to Jerusalem, uh, to the place of worship, to the place where they are. They say in verse 3, Let them praise thy great and terrible name, for it is holy. The king's strength also loveth judgment. Thou dost establish iniquity. Thou executest judgment and righteousness in Jacob. Remember, David the king uh, was going to be the, the leader in rejoicing, the leader in worship, the leader in praise when the ark is brought back into the temple. He's giving all of his strength to this. He writes in verse 5, Exalt ye the Lord our God and worship at His footstool, for He is holy. Verse 9, the end of the psalm, repeats that same principle. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at His holy hill, for the Lord our God is holy. And we've talked recently about the holiness of God. In fact, this little section of psalms opened this way. Psalm 97 was all about the remembrance of His holiness. Well, Psalm 99 repeats that emphasis three times. In verse 3, His name is holy. In verse 5, He is holy. And in verse 9, the Lord our God is holy. You almost get the idea the Lord wants us to remember. He is a holy God. And so, how do you approach a holy God? Well, did you hear all of the action verbs that were imperative commands? In verse number 1, here's how you approach a holy God. Number 1, you tremble. Somebody said, literally shake. The idea here is to have the right awe of God, to stand in awe of Him, to fear the Lord. There ought to be a holy reverence. I, I fear that today there's far too much flippancy when it comes to spiritual things. 
Now, people talk about uh, eternity and spiritual matters and church and God in such light terms. Oh, my friend, don't take the name of the Lord our God in vain. Don't use it lightly. Don't use it flippantly. Uh, beware of joking about things that ought to be revered. Now, look, spiritual things are never a laughing matter. They're never something to poke fun at. And so there ought to be a fear among the people of God. Number one, tremble. In verse 3, he says, praise. So how do you approach a holy God? You approach Him in praise. We'll come back to that thought when we come to the next psalm, Psalm 100. But praise opens the door of heaven. Praise brings you into the conscious presence of God. Begin to praise the Lord. Uh, notice that the trembling, that is more of an attitude, but praise is an action. This is where you move from simply saying, I fear the Lord, to actually actively praising Him. And then in verse number 5, exalt. Exalt the Lord our God. Begin to lift Him up. Talk about His goodness. Speak of Him. Uh, this, this is a way to approach into the presence of a holy God. Uh, talk much of the Lord. Think much of the Lord. And then in the very same verse, it says worship. Worship at His footstool. Do you see the, the little play on words here? Uh, the, the beautiful analogy? He is lifted up and we are brought low. You see, when you worship at His footstool, you're bowing, you're kneeling, you're going low, but He's being lifted up. He's being exalted. That's the essence of worship. All eyes are on Jesus. All glory to Jesus. All praise to Jesus. All desire is for Jesus. He repeats those same two words in the last verse. Verse 9, exalt and worship. Friends, this is how you approach a holy God. You tremble, you praise, you exalt, you worship. In other words, by attitude and by action, you give God His rightful place. And in doing so, you recognize your rightful place. You see, the only way we can come into the holy presence of God is humbly. We come in on our knees. We come in acknowledging our sinful condition. And we come in, praise God, as New Testament Christians, on the merit of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I come into the presence of God in Jesus' name. I come to the Father through the Son alone. It is His authority. It is His access. Uh, it is His righteous record. It's not us. It's all Jesus. This is how you approach a holy God. And then, uh, if I may end with a little application here today that has encouraged me greatly. In this psalm that talks about approaching a holy God, he deals with prayer. Isn't that practical? In verse 6, verse 7, and verse 8, he gives us a little historical snippet, if you will, a little glimpse in history of answered prayer. He says in verse 6, Moses and Aaron among his priests, and Samuel among them that call upon his name, they called upon the Lord, and he answered them. He spake unto them in the cloudy pillar. They kept his testimonies and the ordinance that he gave them. Thou answerest them, O Lord our God. Thou wast a God that forgavest them, though thou tookest vengeance of their inventions. And do you see how he brings this matter of approaching a holy God into everyday life? He mentions Moses and Aaron among the priests. And then he mentions Samuel. Samuel uh, was both priest and prophet. And so here are men who have access to God. Friend, you've been made a priest unto God. We're a kingdom of priests, the New Testament says. We have access to God. The Bible says they called on His name. You can call upon His name. And don't you love this? They called, He answered. Mark that in your Bible in verse 6. They called, He answered. 
Jeremiah 33, 3, he says, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. You never get a busy signal. You never get a voicemail. Uh, you never get uh, a constant ringing. You always get an answer. Call on the Lord today, and he will answer. The Bible says in verse 7, he spoke to them. And when he spoke, they kept his testimonies. Do you see this beautiful progression? They called on him. He spoke to them. Then they obeyed him. Verse 8 repeats this, Thou answerest them, O Lord our God. Friend, God will answer you today. Would you make up your mind that this day you will approach a holy God? You will tremble, you will praise, you will exalt, you will worship, you will call upon His name. And as you do, you will find that God answers. When you approach the King, He holds out the scepter of His mercy. He grants you access through Jesus' beautiful name. You can come into the throne room of heaven. You can come into the Holy of Holies. What a picture of approaching our holy God. Do it today and enjoy living in His presence. At every twist and turn in life, God's Word provides direction to make right decisions. We pray that God will continue to guide your life and that you will continue to follow Him. Visit scottpauley.org to download your copy of A Ready Reference of the Psalms, listen to full-length Bible messages, read helpful articles, and access many other resources. We look forward to studying the Bible with you on the next Enjoying the Journey.